When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number two. This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, where we help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. If you want to have your best marriage, an excellent relationship with your kids, and want to win with money, you're in the right place. My name's Andy Hill, and I'll be your host today. So last week, an article I wrote on my site, marriagekidsandmoney.com, got picked up by AOL Finance. I'm just getting started, so I was super pumped to hear that news, and I still am. Thank you, AOL Finance. (laughs) The article was about how my wife and I battled my mountain of debt of $60,000 when we started our marriage, and now we're debt-free, and we're planning to pay off our mortgage by the end of next year. So it's gotten a lot of traction, and I thought, hey, Andy, why don't you make a podcast episode for people who prefer to listen instead of read, like I do, because I love podcasts. So let's jump into it. Back in 2010, my wife Nicole and I got married and started our lives together. Back then, we were really enjoying being dinks, double income, no kids. In our first year of marriage, we had a blast going to music festivals like Coachella and Lollapalooza, we went to the Caribbean and had cocktails and fun, and we went to nice steak dinners all around town. So, but that sort of lifestyle uh, was not really conducive to the reality of my big old mountain of debt that I'd brought into the marriage. So, prior to us to getting together, I became very, very skilled at spending money that I didn't have. I leased a nice convertible that you could find parked in my mom's driveway since I couldn't afford rent and lived with her. (laughs) As soon as I saved up a little bit of money, I bought a house that I couldn't afford. I opened a HELOC, home equity line of credit, that I loved using like an ATM card. I had to stretch each month to make the mortgage payments that I had. And to make ends meet, I started eBaying and Craigslisting everything I owned. Clothes, books, DVDs, CDs, you name it, I sold it. Uh, I I sold pretty much all of my worldly possessions. (laughs) I pulled the last most embarrassing lever in order to continue to live this life uh, and own this home that I shouldn't have bought. And it went something like this. Mom, can you let me borrow a few bucks to pay my mortgage, to pay my water bill, pay my gas bill? Don't worry. I get paid on Friday. I'll pay back. So yeah, that's that's never fun. Quite embarrassing to ask your mom for money when you're a working person with a college degree. But um, last but not least, uh, I also decided it was a great idea to go back to school and get my master's degree to advance my career. I wasn't making very much at the time, and I thought, hey, if I go back to school and prove my worth 
and get my master's degree, then I can make more money. Since I didn't have any actual money to pay for the classes, I took on some major student loans, both subsidized and unsubsidized, to the tune of about 40K. Yeah. So by the time Nicole and I got together and she finally said, I do, she was walking into about $60,000 of debt, not including the house that I bought that I couldn't afford. I guess, as I say in the article, it's covered probably in the for richer or poorer section of the vows, but I totally was not the most forthcoming guy with my situation when we got together, mostly because I just didn't really know what kind of debt I had. I simply was not smart enough to realize how big of a mess I was in. Even the engagement ring that I bought for Nicole, I bought with a nice combo platter of home equity line of credit loans and student loans. Definitely a lifelong bond. (coughs) Nerd. All right, so how did we start cleaning this up? So Nicole and I started talking about having kids, something that was so important to both of us. It got me thinking of the severity of our situation I wanted to change our financial family tree for the better. I wanted our kids to know how to avoid debt and to start building wealth early so they could be set on a path to financial freedom. If this family tree was going to change, I knew that I had to change first. I became determined to educate myself in ways of proper money management, reading books, podcasts, blogs, going to seminars, a whole lot of financial trial and error Uh, became the new way that I was going to live my life. And yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned the importance of monthly budgeting uh, to allow us to control our money instead of allowing allowing that money to control us. Nicole and I came to an agreement that spending less than we earned would be key to making some real change in our lives and getting out of this hole. That decision was a complete opposite of what we were doing with those steak dinners and concerts and Lollapalooza and Caribbean trips. But we knew if we're going to make a change and continue down this path, we wouldn't be able to realize our dreams together if we kept on going down this debt forever path. So slowly but surely we came um, over the next year we were able to take advantage of our double income, no kids status and pay off our home equity line of credit and the lovely mom loan that I spoke about earlier. So the mountain of debt started to crumble a little bit and we went to work on the student loans next using the same strategy and had them paid off in two years. With every debt that we started to pay off, we would have some fun. We would celebrate those steak dinners would start to appear again and have a good, we'd have some fun together. And, uh, but this time when we were paying for those dinners, we used our own money instead of credit cards. Then we started to dream a little bigger. We set a goal to both own our cars completely outright by the following year. We figured the less we owe each month through those lease payments, the more life we could have together, more fun we could have together. After the challenge was laid down, Nicole ended up paying her lease car off six months later. Uh, That was awesome. And she still has that car today. She loves that car. I carried the same determination as my hardworking wife there and saved up cash to buy my dream car later that year too. Again, still have that car. Love it. Driving it. I'm proud to say that uh, six years later, 
So we got married in 2010. It's 2016 today. Hard work, dedication, and a lot of epic failures, mostly on my part, uh, and a, <laughs> a lot of patience from my lovely bride. We have completely eliminated all of our debt now. And as I mentioned earlier, we're, we're on our way to paying off our mortgage by the end of next year, and we're excited about it. Nicole, through this whole process, was able to stop working and stay at home to raise our kids. We've got a little beautiful girl named Zoe, four years old, and an awesome little guy named Calvin. He's about two, and he loves wearing his Superman costume post-Halloween, which is a lot of fun. We feel really blessed to be in this position, and uh, our future's looking great. So what I wanted to do now is share the four steps that we took to crush that debt. And hopefully these are things that you guys can use in your lives and your marriage to make a dent in any debt that you have as you're starting a marriage or thinking about getting married or even if you've been married for a while. So number one of the four steps to defeat debt when you're starting your marriage. Number one, find your way through your why. So let me explain that a little bit. To make some change in your life, you need purpose, right? When Nicole and I decided to have kids, my purpose or my why became really clear. I wanted to make sure our kids had the best lives possible, no student loans to worry about, memorable vacations together, and parents that didn't worry about money all the time. So without this why or this purpose, I don't think we would ever made the change in our, in our lives uh, that we did. So take a moment to think about what would be your why for getting out of debt. Is it to get out of the job that you hate or give more to a charity that you feel really passionate about? Or help out a friend in need, or a family member in need, or just vacation more, have more fun, own your dream car. So consider that, think about it, write it down, and keep it as a strong reminder, uh, and it'll help you to continue to continue to crush debt. So number two in the four steps to destroy debt when you're starting a marriage is debt destruction. It's a team sport. So if you're married or thinking about getting married, share your life and financial goals with your partner and ask them to do the same with you. In order for you guys to be successful together, your partner needs to be on the same page. Remember, and I made this mistake, it's not about paying off debt. It's about reaching those big goals together. So originally when we started... And I got all excited about the books I was reading and the path we wanted to go on. I approached Nicole being like, hey, baby, I want you to spend a lot less money so we can pay off debt. Does that sound great? And she didn't really give me much attention and I only got crickets. <laughs> so the, the better way to go about it and eventually learn this is how I need to speak to my wife instead of taking things away. I said, hey, sweetheart. How would you like to go on a vacation every year with the kids or with just me and not feel guilty about the money we're spending? That's a little bit more of a response, or I'm sorry, that's a little bit more of a proposal that people would like to hear, as opposed to you feel like feeling like somebody's taking away something from you. 
you could talk about what you're going to get. What's the what's the motivation that's going to come out of this? So you got to have your partner on board with you. And once you start talking in terms of fun, exciting goals for the reason that you're doing this, they will be. So learn what your spouse's goals are, write them down, and put them together with yours. Make sure they fit together. You know, sit down on the couch and review them together and dream about how amazing your lives will be when you achieve them. So after that, you'll be motivated to pay off the debt as a team. So number three, number three in the four steps to pay off your big old mountain of debt when you start your marriage. Budgeting will help you win. So spend less than you earn, and that's the key to getting out of debt fast. The more money you have coming in and the less you have going out, the better off you'll be. The best way to get a handle on what you have coming in and what you have going out is to develop a budget. So just like a smart business does, your family, you and your wife and your kids, need to have a monthly budget. And it helps you ensure that you're not spending more than you earn. And you can do this easily on a piece of paper or an Excel. I prefer online budgeting software. So my wife and I have been using Mint for the past, I think, four years now. We love it. But there's other programs like Every Dollar or YNAB, which is You Need a Budget. Um, Our family started with an Excel document originally, which worked completely fine. And then we moved over to Mint. We love it. I highly recommend Mint. It's free. It's extremely intuitive. It's got an app that syncs up to your phone so you can track your spending. So if you're at the store and you forget how much you budgeted for XYZ item, you can look right on the app and make sure you don't exceed it. It also ties right into your bank account so you can uh, filter in the transactions also from your credit card and your bank account so you see where that money's coming through and it makes a huge difference. It made a huge difference in the whole process for us. I think that was probably one of the the main keys for us to have that online budgeting software. So the fourth and final tip to destroying debt when you start your marriage is uh, the debt snowball. We use the debt snowball and it helped us a lot. lot. Uh, There's also other methodologies like the debt avalanche. Uh, But Nicole and I uh, used this methodology I read a couple books, and one that really resonated with me was Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. He had an excellent process called the baby steps that were easy to follow, and it allowed us to see our progress and keep us motivated along the way. One area that was extremely helpful was when Dave talked about this debt snowball method. As you go through the baby steps, you're paying off the debt. This debt snowball method allows you to categorize your debts from smallest amounts to largest amounts, And start by paying off the smallest ones first. That way, you can see some quick wins early in the process to keep you motivated. So, for example, if you have $5,000 in credit card debt and $500 in medical debt and then a $10,000 car loan, you would start by paying off the $500 medical debt first. And once that's paid off, you would take the same amount of money you've been using to pay off that medical debt and then throw it towards the credit card. And then the same process repeats for the car loan until you're completely debt-free. It helps psychologically to do a much better and quicker, easier job in paying off this paying off this debt. Think about it as a giant snowball rolling down a hill, consuming your debt as it grows bigger. So that's the whole visual methodology of that debt snowball. It's proven, it works, it worked really well for us, and we found it to be an extremely easy process to help us destroy our debt. 
So those are the four steps uh, to recap. We've got number one, find your way through your why. Number two, debt destruction is a team sport. Number three, budget to win. And number four, use that debt snowball method. So I hope this was helpful, everybody, today. Thanks so much for joining. If you like what you heard today and you want to hear more, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow me on Twitter, everybody, Andy Hill, M-K-M, A-N-D-Y-H-I-L-L-M-K-M. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to leave you with a quote today from Colin Powell. A dream doesn't become a reality through magic. It takes sweat, determination, and hard work. I hope you all enjoyed those four steps I shared today, and they help you guys to become debt-free. Carpe diem. Carpe diem.